0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Make some noise, Orange fans. It's time for the Cuse Nation podcast with Sean, TJ, and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation
2: podcast. What's up, Cuse Nation? Thank you so much for tuning in to the QS Nation podcast. I am Sean alongside Joe, solo Joe again. TJ is uh, still packing. He'll be back soon, though. Uh, we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. You can go to any of those and subscribe, and we'll pop up every time a new episode comes up. We'll be right there. So what is the glimmer of hope in the Virginia Tech loss? We will tell you, but first, highlights. It's the home grays for the Hokies, and the
3: road orange for the orange, and they control the opening tip. Everybody up in Syracuse thought the sky was falling, and they put together back-to-back wins against Miami and Pitt. Things are looking okay, two and one in the ACC. There's a three from the top of the key to open the scoring for the Cuse. They allowed 98 points per game in those two. Nice look down low, and there's day again at close range. He needs to do take it up here, finish at the rim against size. There's Lydon. his first shot of the game is an easy one. To... Allen finds Clark, who gets it to Bibbs. The left-hand jumper is good. Winners of two straight looking to storm the castle and win their third straight and their first on the road in the ACC. Right now, they're in trouble, but Tyus Battle gets another triple. His second of the night, he has six. Standing defense out of Louisville. Five on the shot clock for the Orange. White for three. Just gets buckets. Here's Gillen. Passes up a good shot for a better one. Four hours, he said. <laughs> Nice take. There you go. And there's John Gillen. Turnover to Allen, but you know what? That's Outlaw's bag. Only the second Virginia Tech turnover tonight. Here's Battle makes him pay. Tyus Battle with his third triple of the night. He's in double figures with 11. (laughs) Now the largest lead of the game for Virginia Tech. There's a throwdown from Roberson. And they handle the press easily. And he's. A, a terrific decision by Chris Clark. Gillen calls his own number and knocks down the three. Second straight possession where Syracuse can't connect from three, and now Virginia Tech
2: trying to salt this one away. Virginia Tech holds off a game Syracuse Orange club. And those were the uh, low lights, I guess, if you will. Um, I I think that you know all in all, Syracuse playing a big game in conference at virginia tech um i didn't see them flounder too bad as far as heart in, in not giving up i feel like they at least fought the whole game um once again we have the same problems though
4: yeah yeah same problems i mean nothing virginia tech brought us i mean surprised me they averaged uh, five guys in double digits. They had five guys 30-plus minutes and five guys in double digits. And, uh, I mean, it comes down to a couple things. Obviously, I feel like I might have put the kiss of death on uh, Tyler Lydon there last week talking about uh, getting us in foul trouble and possibly someone twisting an ankle. And, lo and behold, he gets in foul trouble and then twists an ankle. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we talked about it before. Lydon's got a He's got to have good games. I mean he's got to be able to score he had two points and he was he was pretty obviously uh, hampered there by his, uh, his ankle two in points, second half.
2: two points, one assist. he sat early with two fouls. Um, he got 29 minutes and um, you know he he was he, apparently he said he was good to go and sometimes you know that's the player in a player. You know, that's, oh, the, yeah. that's the competitor in a player. And they'd rather be out there gimping around. Sometimes it's probably better to just, you know, um, take a seat and, and, ice oh, it, yeah. and ice it up. You know, but, you know, you he had, uh, <laughs> had Thompson in there. He had zero defense, this guy. Um,
4: yeah, he's, uh, I mean, you have to, one of the biggest things even in zone is just keep your hands up. I mean, he recruits the length. And if you got it, I mean, Torian Thompson, I mean, 6'10", yeah, he might not be, you know, physically mature as a two- or three-year player, but, yeah, he's got the the length, and all he's got to do is put his hands up, and it probably stops half the stuff that went through. I mean, that was another big part of our problem. I mean, how many easy baskets did they get early in the first half just passing straight down to yep. the free-throw line, there you know what I mean? Like
2: ten. The difference in the game was 10 points. And they got, 10 of the, they got 10 points off of that pass that you're talking about at the end of the baseline where there was no center. And the center was Yeah, up.
4: where it was just too easy to score, you know? Yep. And like you said, I mean, even to piggyback off that, you look at other stats, I mean, we averaged about 12.5 turnovers a game. We had 11, so we're, we were yeah, right there. But they, they averaged average 15 turnovers a game, and they only had six. And then to go on top of the fact that they scored seven more points from the free throw line had, I don't know, I think eleven more attempts. I mean, yeah, that's Syracuse. that's five less turnovers, and that's seven more points, free throw line. That's little things.
2: It's a little it's, a lot of little things that add up. And you're right, they like um, on the on the free throws. We had 16, they had 27. So there's your 11 you you were, you were mentioning. And we actually shot better percentage-wise. We were at 75%. And that's something that we said needed to, to be fixed. And it seems to be getting better. Um,
4: well, in ACC play, it has. ACC play, I think, we're second in the conference. But the non-conference has drugged that average down. Yeah. So, I mean, overall as it the yeah. season, if you look at it, I think we're down in like thirteen fourteen twelve something like that in free throw percentage, but in the a c c we're top three team right now, so that has turned around
2: the the uh six turnovers um that we scored um nine points off of um it's those numbers but the six turnovers bothers me a little bit because the defense had just been really causing a lot of um problems. And to uh, go back to what you said, it was the length. It was the arms. It was getting in the way, deflecting passes, blocks, uh, stealing the ball, intercepting passes. And there was just minimal of that. In fact, oh yeah, there was only two steals, three steals the whole game.
4: Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's way below our average. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, there's there's so many factors to look at. Leiden scoring two points, the difference between free throws, turnover margin.
2: And that's, the, I mean, that, that's a win right there. It's the little, and, and little things like that. Yeah,
4: yeah, bad guard play, which we've had we've okay. had consistently against good teams. The guard play
2: was awful, yeah. Uh, so,
4: I mean, all that and just to lose by 10 at Blacksburg, I mean, to me, that's pretty impressive. And you can walk away knowing what your weaknesses are and why you lost the game. You
2: know I mean, yeah, it was clear, it was clear and yeah, and um going into Blacksburg like that, it's not like it's an away game, okay, it's a conference game, it's a competitive game, you got um old Buzzy in there, and he's an excellent mm-hmm. coach, and you know you're gonna have a fit um with Buzz Williams in there, uh, but it, the the place only hold. Holds well. I don't know how much it holds, but there's only six thousand people there.
4: Yeah, I mean, I noticed there was a <laughs> that lot of MPC So awful. I mean,
2: it's so funny. Well, in two thousand of them were SU to be fans.
4: <laughs> to be fair, it is. I think the students are off. <laughs> so
2: are they still off? Are they really?
4: I think they are. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm just saying though. It don't matter when you play in the dome. You're, you're getting you're getting twenty thousand in conference play, and I know. We hold more than that, and I know we hold more than Virginia Tech. But to me, 6,000, that's terrible.
4: Yeah, Well, the crowd shouldn't have been a factor, that's for sure.
2: Exactly, exactly, exactly. And they only got loud a couple times. Um, 42 points in the paint. Uh, I I believe that's the highest, our high for the year, too. And that obviously uh, was due to uh, the lack of uh, outside shooting. Um, couldn't hit any real, you know, 15-foot jump shots or anything like that. Uh, went 5-for-17 from behind the arc at 29%. 2-for-9 in the in the second half when we needed them,
4: 22%. Yeah, they like I said, I mean, they played that pressure. I mean, you saw it. They were making us break the press. I mean, they did exactly what we thought they were going to do. And, I mean, those points in the paint come down to I think a lot of it was – Roberson at the end of the game. I mean, I think he ended up with fourteen points, ten rebounds. Like we did win the rebound margin thirty eight to thirty one. But at the end it wasn't enough. And I mean, points in the paint, I think that might have been skewed by the end of the game and, you know, got slowed down a little bit there with uh them shooting a lot of free throws and they got in the bonus pretty pretty early in the second half. Yeah,
2: they uh, did too. They did.
4: So, you know, and then we're going down there hucking and I mean like I said, guard play, it's just uh, – and the one th- – I mean, a couple things. I mean, obviously, you hope Leiden's good for the next game. Um, I think it's good that we that walk bad. away knowing, you know, 10-point oh. game with all the disadvantages. But I did hear of a little thing with the end of the game there. Gillen took a three-pointer and uh, Bayheim took him out, and there was a little – uh Talking back and forth and stuff, and I'm just hoping that that doesn't become a problem and that we can just get
2: uh, you, you mean, know realize he was, realize the faults. He was giving coach the business, is that what you're saying?
4: Well, I mean, uh Gillen he took a three without running any offense, and yeah, uh, I
2: remember that shot,
4: yeah, and, and it was near the end there. And Bayheim took him out, and uh, Bayheim said something, and Gillen kind of chirped back. Hasn't been said what's been said, but I mean it's not something that you want to see, obviously. I mean, like you said, I mean, we fought it was they at did. Blacksburg. It's a good, it's a good team. I mean, we easily could have gave up and lost by 20 like we have in the past and we didn't. Um, but you'd hope that that's just not a problem down the road, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, you know, we were only ahead once that score was three to two it was our first field goal of the game. The three pointer, um, and after that we lost the lead. We never came back. But we cut it within we got it from twelve to four, from eight to yeah. four, you know, from twelve to three. You know, we got it within three in the second half. And they man, just could a couple not times there. close, man. Couple times
4: there where, you and, know And it happened you quick. One stop and a big play and maybe, you know, but it just never happened.
2: No, it never, happened, never happened, but um, you know, like I said, there was glimmers of hope there of coming back, and that's a team this year who absolutely showed no heart in the second half when they've been down, and we didn't win the game, but you have to take a positive out of a game like that when you look back and you say, this is a better Virginia Tech team than the St. John's team we played, oh,
0: yeah. and
2: and we gave it – we gave it all we had. I feel like honestly, we're better than that. I think the score should have been way closer. We mentioned just a couple little tweaks between the fouling, um the the straight the straight pass to the baseline that was yeah. ghost town. Um that just abs- too too easy a basket. Too, too easy. The they were all dunks. Every single one of them went right up to the rim. I think it was yeah. eight, 8 to 10 points of that. And it was the same play good. every time because the center pulled up. Now, it happened no matter who was in there. It happened. I mean. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Confident team. I think it was good. They got the ball it, around
4: it, pretty well. They,
2: yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they did. The passing, Virginia Tech's passing was was really good. I was actually a little impressed by it. they took care it. of the ball. They took care of the ball. Only six turnovers. There's your difference. The point is, if you're going to take something good from it, SU did not give up. And. Pretty much, that's all we can ask for. Uh, Let's see what Coach had to say.
0: I thought uh, Virginia Tech moved the ball very well. Second half got some really good looks. I thought our interior defense was not good in in either half, and I thought that was a a big key. But um, offensively, we didn't really get anything accomplished uh, that we wanted to. And again, part of that was their defense was very good. Yeah, we didn't. well, it wasn't the high-low. They were making a direct pass from the perimeter, which has never happened to us. We were forwards. We're not covering. We just weren't in position. Our center wasn't in good position. I think they forgot that we won two games in a row because our defense was good. Our defense was horrendous tonight, and our offense uh, isn't going to quite be good enough to make up for that level of defense. it's just he's, he's not good on the, he's not good on the defensive end in the zone and it's you know it's just one of those things that's why he didn't play the last two games
2: <laughs> and there and there you have it that's why he yeah. didn't play the last two games um which we touched on briefly and um you know he's got to get better. He's got to learn how to extend. He's got to learn how to help his teammates out on defense because he scored the most points and he only played thirty-two minutes. I say only, but still, I mean, you know, they you know, that's pretty good for for, for him. And um, well,
4: a lot of that was because of Leiden. but
2: yeah, that's true. Well, what do you think about Frank Howard? I mean, he got he, he you know, this is a guy I had high hopes for watching last year, and um, he's been. a a bump on a log and coach puts him in for 13 minutes. You know, he's got two points and four assists. I mean, I don't know, man.
4: Yeah. I mean, he did, he did come in. He played, um, he played pretty well in the beginning. Um, I mean, it's tough because he did come out. I mean, and he did make mistakes in the second half kind of, you know, reverted to his old self a little bit. And, I mean, like I said, I mean, if Gillen comes out and plays like he did the last two games, then there might not even be a need for Howard, you know. But, I mean, at the same time, if we want to go anywhere this year, we got to have some sort of depth. And
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: I mean, you know, he did come out and he did do some things, you know, but, you know, there's a, there's a time of possession, uh, in the second half, where I noticed Gillen was at the time, like, you know, the scores table about to check in, and Howard saw that, and he forced a three up. You know what I mean? Like, he did force some shots, and I just seemed like he forced – he just he just presses too much. I think he's in his own head, and when he's out there, you know, sometimes he looks like he could be the one to lead us, and other times he looks like he's just making the wrong decision every single
2: time. I know it. So, well – I mean, that's it. We we'll put it behind us. We got a familiar opponent coming up. That's it. For the Virginia Czech Chokies. Did you watch the championship game? I did. That's yes. pretty that was pretty good, right?
4: It was really good.
2: It was. It was. I was impressed. I I shut it off. And, oh, I shut cool. it off in the third quarter, but
4: um why would you do such a thing?
2: I was tired. <laughs> i was tired if my wife sees my eyes going and i'm in i'm in bed watching tv it's going off the tv's going Ooh. off she can't handle it so anyway yeah i woke up the next i'm morning, single and I'm so like, i can do stuff like that <laughs> fall asleep with the tv on you lucky dog <laughs> <Yep>.
4: uh, <laughs> uh,
2: i woke up the next morning and checked it i could not believe clemson won and i watched the i watched of course i watched the the last play of the game or well the second the last play of the game um, with six seconds left, scoring a touchdown like that, leaving one second on the clock—that's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. I gotta say, I yeah, do like yeah. watching Alabama lose, and I don't know what's better: watching them lose all the time, or having them win, uh, having them win the whole season and then lose. So, um, anyway.
4: Yeah. Well, everyone wants to see Alabama lose. So.
2: All right. So looking ahead, Boston College, what adjustments do we have to make there? Um, I
4: mean. I- they team we should have beat. I think the one thing that first game proved is that there's going to be no road game in the ACC that's going to be easy. And that's for sure. Um, but since they played us, they went to Wake Forest and lost by 13. And went to Duke, lost by 11. And um, they're back to their normal ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of. You know, but at the same time, you really can't can't say too much because of the position we're in. Um, they got the same guys. I mean, Jerome Robinson, Kai Bowman, Turner. They they ate us up. The guy in the middle there, like I like I said, I still don't know his name, but I mean, I don't even know if it's worth knowing. But he almost had a triple double against us. So, I mean, we just have to learn from this loss and. I mean, I don't foresee Boston College shooting the,
2: the way percentage they did? that they shot. No way. Yeah, no I mean
4: way. that's that's like I mean. No like, way. It's two,
2: one of those things. Two times in one year. Huh? It, it just it just figures it was us. And That's all I have to say about that. About their. Well, yeah, about but I mean, shooting. they
4: definitely came out with more with more fire. Like you said, oh, I mean, yeah, no we've had the
2: two.
4: It. We've had the two wins, and this was. One of the losses like no other, you know, I mean, as far as this year goes, it's, I mean, this year, like you said, at the end of the game, if we know we're going to lose, we just kind of throw in the towel. And yeah. we didn't throw in the towel against Virginia Tech. No, and that's know?
2: something that we that Syracuse fans need to, um, you know, we need wins. Um, don't get me wrong. That's I, I'm, not, I'm not even contesting we that. We do. But, but seeing a team actually turn a corner uh, from Miami – I've seen We've seen it three three games in a row. I think, in my opinion, Miami was the first full real game that we played, even though I know we had wins, but that was the first real full game we played. And yeah. to continue that on to pit and then play the way we did in Blacksburg, we got to give them a little bit of credit. We had a gimpy Tyler Leiden and we had a couple other issues we discussed earlier. And um, yeah. I think it's an easy fix. I say we go into Boston College, and I say we spank them. I say we go well, into Boston College and is, spank them.
4: It is a home game. I just know, to kind of.
2: Okay, right. Well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You're right, you're right. You're like, right. No, yeah. go into Boston College. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I forgot that first game was was an away game. Okay.
4: Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. They Boston College comes to the dome. I say we got at least twenty thousand there. We spank them in the dome.
4: Well, we kind of got to. I mean
2: yeah, because we've we been play- going into
4: this five game stretch as as a fan, knowing where we came from, I was only looking for three out of five, and I, albeit I thought two of them were gonna be from Boston College. Um, we got two another way, and now we have Boston College again. and uh, like you said, I mean, when Miami and Pitt, we were at home. I think that the road games in the ACC this year are gonna it's gonna be a dog fight every time. It's gonna be very hard to win in an away game and uh yeah. I definitely see I definitely see us being able to fix some of the things and I mean Leiden he was a little gimpy but that's not something that you can't fix after a couple of days of just rest I mean if he was out there running around it's not that serious so
2: I, th- I think he'll be fine and be honest with you it, it wasn't like he was doing a whole lot that game anyway um, he should have probably just sat out, but like we discussed, that's the competitor and the player, and they're right. always going to be like that. So, um, Now, I'm watching currently, I'm watching a timestamp this. I'm watching Pittsburgh, Louisville, and Louisville is a team that, that worries me every year, no matter what they're rated. Um, but anyway, I just thought I'd, I'd note that, um, and we'll get to them soon. We play them at the end of the year real close together twice so huh. yeah we play them we play them first on a um yeah,
4: louis was winning by 14 huh
2: yeah we play them first uh february 13th and then 13 days later less than two weeks we play them again and in between then we got georgia tech and duke so that's a tough stretch um
4: oh yeah i'm like like we talked about i mean acc's a gauntlet and uh there's not going to be too, especially if it's a road game, it no don't matter who it is, it's not going to be easy,
2: right? And so,
4: I mean, there's a lot, a lot of teams that are ranked higher than us, and they're going to come to the dome probably favored. So,
2: well, what uh, let's just real quickly touch on uh, number 11 currently, number 11, uh, North Carolina. We play them, um. After Boston College, we play them. Boston College on a Saturday, the 14th. Two days later, we got to leave Syracuse and head to Chapel Hill to face the Tar Heels um, in North Carolina. And obviously, we know um, that is going to be um, a real test of, no. of <laughs> everything. And it's gonna mostly test. Let's be honest, and we've we've talked about it. Um, to nauseum, it's gonna test the heart of this team. Um, to stay competitive, oh, yeah. stay competitive, stay clean. They gotta play clean ball. They gotta stay out of foul trouble. Um, you, you gotta, <laughs> coaches try. Got to gotta try to only go six deep if he can. You know, if we stay out of foul trouble and we can keep our stamina up, we can do that. It's just gonna be a kind of a nightmare though uh i'm afraid oh
4: yeah
3: i
2: mean i can't
4: go an episode can't go an episode without mentioning ken pom so i mean he's got him he's got unc ranked sixth right now currently oh really uh, oh yeah and they got the usual suspects i mean they got isaiah hicks and kennedy meeks down low uh joel berry uh, they just got uh, forward Theo Pinson back from injury. Um, Justin Jackson, I mean, they're loaded still. I mean, they lost a the point guard. They lost a the power forward. They lost a little bit of uh, leadership experience. But at the end of the day, I mean, who? I mean, since they lost to Georgia Tech, I mean, they went out and they beat, uh, uh, they beat uh, Clemson at Clemson. By three in overtime, Clemson's a pretty good team. And we talked about the road games. But and then they came out and they beat NC State by 51.
1: Jeez. Uh,
4: yeah, and that was Theo Pinson's return. I'll, he didn't play a lot, but he's one of those older guys that, you know, the team relies on. So right now they're currently beating Wake Forest at Wake Forest by 15 at halftime. So, I mean...
2: Where's your boy? Where's your boy? Have SU at? Where's he have SU at right now? Fifty
4: four.
2: Okay, because we were fifty eight. Uh So we we haven't we haven't budged a whole bunch.
4: We were fifty eight. We went to fifty two, and then went to fifty four. Oh, okay. With the loss, okay. to oh, Virginia I got Tech. You. Yeah. I got
2: you. He's quick. He's quick, huh? He's not like these coaches' no. polls come out once a week, huh? Um, no. He's daily. Oh, okay. Oh, daily baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't even bother <laughs> yeah, looking so, him up. I'm just relying on you for that. So.
4: Well, I mean, like I said, he's pretty accurate. I mean, at the end of the year, when you see the teams that make the tournament, as far as that large bids, and I mean, he's usually right there.
2: Yeah. Well, so, um...
4: but I mean, hey, UNC, it's going to be tough. At UNC, I mean, got to be realistic about some things. It's going to be a test. And as a fan, you can really only hope for a win, but you can't be naive to know who the better team is. So.
2: So, Joe, Meet looking up. looking ahead at our at our schedule, our podcast schedule. Okay, um, you and I discussed this already. Just letting everybody know, uh, TJ should be back soon. He's he's moving, so uh, he's he's got all his stuff in disarray, apparently. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, he's packing. Uh, so um, we may do a do an episode, a short episode after. Uh, the Boston College game. If not, we will be back uh, recording again Wednesday evening. The episode will be out Wednesday night. If we don't record Saturday <laughs> nice. night, right?
4: All about the motivation, right?
2: Exactly. So <laughs>
4: if they if they win, we have motivation to do it. <laughs> exactly.
2: If if Syracuse beats goes, if Boston College comes to the dome and Syracuse spanks them, like I suspect, we'll record an episode Saturday night just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. Hey, and, and and another thing just to shoot out there, I'm not single. I got a girlfriend. She just allows me to fall asleep with the TV on. So I gotta shout that out or, <laughs> or else she'll be mad at me. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. You said you are single. That's right.
4: Yeah, I did. Wow. Trouble. <laughs> trouble. Yes, sir. All
2: right. Well, that's it. That's all we got. Um this week. Like you said, uh the schedule's sporadic. Uh, we'll try to keep everybody updated on that. Try to get on our Facebook page and um, interact with us there. We're always shooting out posts during the, um, during the game. So that's it. For Joe, I'm Sean. Till next time. Later.
1: You just heard the Hughes Nation podcast with Sean, TJ, and Joe. So I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
5: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this.